With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Hello all and welcome to part two of what was dragging on with Sunday's Q&A. Um, I, it is the same time for me. I just turned the camera around like 90 degrees because I thought the change of scenery might be nice. Slowly but surely you'll see the whole house. Um, <coughs> right, straight into it. My day on the CX. So I did one just because um, I think it was probably brought on by the fact that um, to try to be more transparent about how the CX actually works. And I think I'm gonna do a few of these moving forward. You know, it may be every Friday. Just give you the rundown of the week, like, you know. If it works, it works. If it don't, I'll stop. We'll see how it goes. Um, uh, domain name, guys, just because basically I said, you judge. Was it an easy day? Was it a hard day? It wasn't an easy day for me. I mean, comparison to the next day where um, I picked up a metal cleaning machine in Bletchley. I know exactly where I'm picking it up from. I'm picking up one um, today, in fact, because I'm recording this on Saturday, but I'm picking it up. You, you went on. By the time you're reading this, I'll be working my way to Leeds with a metal cleaning machine on board. But So I picked one up on Friday, drove it to Worcester or somewhere like that, World's Worst Career Driver, don't know where anything is, and then a job pinged up, Coventry over to near um, Stansted, Picked up a load of plastic crates, drove that, went home. Easy. Two pickups, two drop-offs, both of them on four courts, both of them easy to find, both of them full-time, full-off. Much less aggravation than, like, the multi-drop. But sometimes you do the multi-drop because there's nothing else out there. And it's guaranteed money for the day. The advantage is you've got your day rate, not a fan of day rate, but if you've got your day rate, you know that at the end of that day, when you're finished, you will have that much money. It's money in the bank, as opposed to taking the first job and then struggling to find the second job and then coming home empty and wishing that you'd just go, well, that's a bit of a waste of time. But anyway, so it. So was it hard, was it not? Domain name, guys, as he says, that's an easy day. He says, in over eight years as a seven-and-a-half-ton agency driver, uh, being sent to a variety of customers delivering all sorts, the three most difficult days I've come across have been, one, air cargo, because of the international aspect, and the trucking times, leaving the depot, struggling to finish in the route with collections on board, and then um, to be back at the depot on the way to the airport. He said, if your day goes pear-shaped, let's say the debrief is interesting. And I know you're straight with airports is another thing. Because they can put you there and they can just keep you forever. And Sometimes they take you forever to get through the gate. Like we're trying to get to Hermes. If your paperwork ain't right, they're not happy. Uh, number two, uh, being sent by an agency to drive a seven and a half ton full of parcels, not loaded by himself, so he didn't know what was where. Um, on a route you don't know, that's be delivered by noon so you can have your 45-minute break and then start the 30 collections you've got to do in the afternoon while still having a truck full of the parcels that you haven't been able to deliver this morning. And number three, having to deliver 20 deliveries in a seven-and-a-half-ton drop-side truck in the pouring rain through four countries and be finished by 3 p.m. He said, everything else is a doddle. <laughs> Mate, you've done it, haven't you? <laughs> it's out there. So, um, anyway, van on the road. He says, I did a multi-drop, uh, multi-drop job on the CX this week. Uh, more work than advertised, and the drops were to building sites, hospitals, and airports, not to, like, electrical factors, trade counters, as I've described. I did the advertised number of drops, and then when I rang the shipper to negotiate the extra fee for the extra work, it didn't go well. I'm done with multi-drops on the CX. They can be okay. When I used to do the Luton, and we used to do the um, Usens, 
and I was happy with them. Pick him up at five in the morning. I was done by 11 or 12 and I got my day's money. And I was done. I still had the afternoon to pick up another job. Some are good, some are not. On the whole, I don't like them. I would much prefer pick up, drop off, pick up, drop off, go home, or pick up, drive a long way, drop off, get hotel, drive a long way home the next day, drop off, come home. Now, they're probably the best ones, money wise, aggravation wise, ease wise. I, I, I spoke to a class one driver um, during a week, in fairness. And he, he he did international. I went, oh, that sounds like a bit of a pain. He says it's an absolute doddle. He says you basically pick up in England, drive for three days, drop off in Italy, maybe pick something else up in Italy, drive home. And I thought, yeah, I could do without waking up the aggravation of thinking, where am I going? What am I doing? Where have I got to pick it up? That does sound like it has its advantages. Sure, there are disadvantages too. I mean, being away from the family for like six days isn't going to be great, is it? So depending on your relationship with your family. Um, Paul Eagleton says um, there are good days and bad days if any job he says today was pretty rubbish for me one job all day and despite bidding other work um, nothing happened and the phone didn't ring he said tomorrow's another day and I think he's on to what he's talking about tomorrow now he says like you know in this so say that was yesterday today without bidding for anything the phone went mental and I've now got three jobs on all of which I can do it swings and roundabouts on the CX, but for me, it's infinitely better than working for someone else, which I've done all my life. And to top it all, I virtually always find that shippers appreciate a job well done. Yeah, they do. Do the job well. Turn up on time. Be smart. Be polite. Get the paperwork in on time. Don't ride it on the back of a bus ticket. I might one of the moment job I did the day, the guy was absolutely singing my praises by drop number four. Gemma went running. She said, the guy, he, he thinks you're brilliant. I said, I haven't finished it yet. And he said, if he wanted me the next day, but I want available, I had to do the machine. So um, he said, there are worse things in life to be doing to earn a living. Try dealing with the HMRC for 20 years plus. Soul destroying. I used to work in a shoe recycling plant. That was soul destroying. He said, love the videos, keep them coming. Cheers. Um, we are on it, says CX and shippers could make life easier for us couriers by integrating what three words rather than the postcode. This is accurate within three metres rather than two miles. You're not wrong. That what three words is it's absolute genius. I've got a different what three words to the back door of my house than I have to the front door of my house. To literally, to, if you could put it on for the DPD drivers, the ones that accidentally leave it at my back door could actually leave it by the front door. But it really, I've, yeah, you're not wrong. If the CX are watching, if we could integrate what three words, that would make stuff so much easier for us drivers and also for the shippers and also for the people that are receiving the goods because they wouldn't have to wait the extra half an hour because the driver can't find them. What three words? Magical thing. Brilliant. Um... Corrigan 71. Shippers are lazy with the details. Sometimes they are, sometimes they don't know themselves. It depends. You know, sometimes they get sent the wrong stuff. It's not always that easy for them to, but it depends on the shipper, to be honest with you, that one, I'd say. Um, Ian would tell us, Merrick, um, every day of a courier is a million times better than being in a call centre. He said, I did, I did a call centre. He said, do I make it sound like a prison? Yes, it's like being a chicken in a battery farm. All you can do in your breaks is walk around the car park like Steve McQueen looking for the weak point in the fence. That made me smile. <laughs> he says, the hard bit I find about being a courier is the boredom which is what um, is making me wary of going for the HGV training. Although, as he says, he said we're short 67,000 HGV drivers and that's expected to rise to 252,000 next year. Um, how long is it before the government step in to subsidise it? Well, I don't know, but while they're waiting, 
get yourself a license. And then go, yeah, get yourself a license, get yourself out of the lorry, maybe get your own one. You know, I did. It's worked out okay for me, so. Um, but you do you in. And whatever you do, I hope it works out for you, mate. Um, Matt Hodges, he says, Kanye Just. You know, like Kanye West, Kanye West brother, Kanye Just. Can you just um, hit this? Can you just take this back to the depot? Can you just shoot this? It's only, it's only around the corner. Around the corner, it's 30 miles in traffic. It's going to take me an hour and a half. Can you just, can you just, this is, um, this is, it's the bane of my life as an employed driver. He said, funny enough, I saw a tipper with the nameplate in the windscreen saying, can you just, yeah, there you go, mate. It's not just us, is it then? Uh, Van on the Run says, none of it's tough really, but multi-drop is usually a bit um, tougher than haulage, mainly because the multi-drops are always bigger than advertised. Yeah, I hate that when they do that. When they turn around and go, it's one drop, and you actually realise it's five drops. It's um, it's one block of flats, but it's five different five different addresses in the flats. Still got to run up and down the stairs. Still takes your time. Cheating. Mm. And finally, when it comes down to was it a tough day or not? Paddy McGurra says, um, "Sounds like a good day to me." Think of the money, Paddy. I always do. <laughs> there we go. So right, miscellaneous. So this week on the miscellaneous, what we got? Uh, Chris T says, um, they're supposed to be LEZ coming to Manchester next year. And it looks like I live in it, so that should be fun. This LEZ, as I said uh, yesterday, Bath has got one. Why Bath? London, Birmingham and Bath. Bath? People of Bath don't like smelly trucks. You're not getting the stuff then, are you? Um... Uh, but yeah, uh, Newcastle one apparently has been cancelled. Manchester is apparently going ahead. If you guys know anything about up-and-coming LEZs, please let me know in the comments and I'll, I'll, I will put it all out because it's the kind of thing we need to be prepared for. for you, I mean, it is a double sword as well. If you're driving a Euro 6, LEZ is going to do you a favour because it suddenly means you're um, going to be cheaper than everybody else. You don't have to pay the zone charge. Um, or, other, you know, you'll be able to get jobs that other people won't get because they don't want to go in because they don't want to pay. So... It works both ways. Uh, Donny Dalton says he's, he's put us around a couple, of, a couple of things. He's one. Of, I've decided to refer to these the wise guys, the people out there that know much better than me that fill me in on the information. Like I said, I did my walk round check, which was woefully inadequate. Thankfully, some lovely people like um, Gary McConaughey and Godzilla's. I went, Pete, no. So I'm actually going to rejig that one. So I'm going to call you guys the wise guys because you know better than me. So Donnie Dalton's one of these, and he says, um, you don't need a taco if your train weight is up to three and a half ton. We know this because one of our other businesses is moving trailers, uh, catering trailers around the country. So theoretically, if your the train weight of the two vehicles is less than three and a half tonne, you don't need a tachograph. Also, you can have one no claims bonus on a vehicle. This was the idea. Can you take your no claims bonus off your car and put it on your lorry, on your van? Some people do, some people don't. It's, you know, that's something, so you can't swap from residential to commercial. The guy turned around and said you can mirror it, and then it was, no, you can't mirror it because you can only have one no claims bonus on any one vehicle at any one time. So I think where we're at to at the moment is you can only have one no claims bonus on one vehicle. If you have another vehicle, you need to start again from zero. Well, that was always my understanding too. So thank you, Dolly. Um, Charles Willish. Thanks for the great vid as always. I use my car as a trade-in for my van and I got my nine years no claims bonus for my car on my van insurance 
and I'm a name driver on my wife's car insurance. So another guy who has actually managed to take his car insurance and get it on his van. So it can be done. I believe some people do, some people don't. I don't know who does. I will use BC Business Choice Direct, try them. I don't know if they do or they don't, to be honest with you, because it's not a situation I've ever come into. My commercials have always been commercials. My van's cars, my car's always been cars. So. Um, Adam Shirt, he says, good vlog, Pete. Keeping the overheads low isn't necessarily possible when you have van finance. I said, if you're going to start, I'm going to do one of this. I've heard a couple of horror stories about people that have started and been charged too much. Uh, my mate Richard, who's the guy who actually, without him, I couldn't have got my um, truck MOT. He, he, when the lockdown was happening, couldn't get MOTs on lorries, well, like hem's teeth. He managed to get me one from a bus garage. And he said, because there was a limited company... He couldn't actually join as like a basic owner driver. He had to join as like small fleet, which costs considerably more. So, but I am going to do a video. My point is, there's like fixed costs and variable costs. Now, as Adam Scher says, over, keeping your overheads low isn't necessarily possible when you have van finance, insurance at £2,000 a year, fuel at £500 to £800 a month. That equals close to like £1,000 a month before you even started. Right. Yeah, I take on board what you're saying. But... Insurance you can't get round. Get the cheapest one you can. Um, van finance is something that terrifies me in the same way as leasing terrifies me. You don't have to steam in and get a brand new shiny van. I would always recommend get the cheapest basic van that you can. That way, if it doesn't work out, you can always sell it. Get something reliable and good, but you don't have to go straight in. You don't have to go and buy a brand new Mercedes. You can go and get, as I did, I managed to get myself a reliable one that had 160,000 miles on the clock. And as a result of which, it was a third of the price. Um... Your fuel cost should be comparable with the jobs that you're getting in. So as long as you're not doing too many dead miles, as long as you're not driving to Newcastle and coming back empty, you'd like to hope that as your fuel costs go up, then your income should go up also. But what my point is, I understand what you're saying, but my point is try, if you can, not to go too mad. But I will do a separate video on this one, particularly is because some of the prices that I'm starting to worry about people that are joining up for CX the first time and maybe taking on a package that I believe they don't need. So we'll come back to that. Um, T says, hi, pal. Um, oh, he was... Uh, um Oh, you know I did that one for British Sugar, where you actually had to pass an exam to actually get through the gate. That was interesting. Still got the card. It's like the Lego Land Driver's Licence. Now get served in pubs. Uh, hi, pal. It's the same as over insulation depots. Great video. Thanks. Take care. Take money. So I presume you have to do an, um, an exam to get into there. So that's one I'll come to. Uh, Marco Castillo says, and this is doing circuit. Now, I'm actually doing stuff with circuit now. They've got their own YouTube channel, and I'm doing the videos for it. I am getting paid for this. So there will be even more of me. Hey, what's not to like about that? But there, there's another channel. That's coming out. I'll keep you all informed all the way along. Um, Marco Castillo says, He's asked me a couple of questions. Now, I work with Circuit, so if you've got any questions or anything you need to know, please talk to me because I'm in direct contact with them and I'm in contact with their um, technical team. Um, it is early days yet. I'm still really on, like, still trying to get you know the train clicking into place, like, but it will come in. So he's got a couple of questions. He said, it drives me crazy. He said, how the planner can take me... Um, and then double back into an area. I thought once I cleared an area, I cover over four cities and I don't want to double back, period. How do I stop for this? Oh, by the way, I'm a casual courier in Southern California. Wonderful. Person on the other side of the pond. Brilliant. My cousin Gary, or niece of my wife's cousin Gary, lives in California. We went to visit him. Lovely place. Sat on Laguna Beach. Very nice. Um, 
Yeah, so I don't want to double back onto the same area once I've covered it. And he says, I wish it would automatically save my route stops for the day without having to be prompted. GMAPS has it, but circuit and ways don't, and I refuse to use GMAPS. I'm going to put both those questions across to you, to them, see if there's um, an answer I can come up with. Uh, in the meantime, um, let's see if there also any, any improvements, anybody thinks that they can make any improvements on the circuit app, please stick it in the questions. I can actually put it across to them and they can install them, which will make their app better. They'll be happy and it'll make the app better for you to use. And I do think it's brilliant. I do think it's very good. I'm not Mr. Multidrop, but when you do use it, it's better than the other ones. Um, then um, it'll be able to make it better for you too. So, you know, it's, it's sponsored, but at the same time it's sponsored, but hopefully it helps. I'm going to stop going on about that. I don't think you have to feel guilty. Um, the flying mattresses. Thank you, Pete, for the upshot. He says, I'm seriously thinking of coming or subcontracting and looking at bidding sites. Um, the thing that's putting me off is off going for them, apart from competing with the guys who think that they can run for 40p per mile, is the prospect of chasing shippers for the money after receipt of invoice. I've only started up six months ago, so I have much to learn about invoice factoring about other things. Needless to say, I'm doing my research on it. Thanks again. If you can avoid factoring, don't because uh, a lot of shippers don't like it because they don't like the, um, the, the letter saying you haven't paid us when, when they have. Um, and it depends. I mean, we've got a very good factoring company. We do our own credit control anyway. Gemma does all the credit control. She checks the invoices. She chases the overdue invoices. She's on top of it. It is a pain, but it is par for the course. So and once you've been running for about three, just three months, maybe a little bit longer, hopefully you'll be in a situation where... You kind of the, the work you're doing today, you'll get paid for in 30 weeks time, in 30 days time. But the work that you did 30 days ago, you're getting paid for today. So it's just kind of like anything, you know. When you're working a job, sometimes you have to do a month up front. It's that kind of thing, like you know. So it's painful, but it is what it is. Uh, Seb Hawkins said, um, "Are you allowed a passenger in the cab when you're working on the CX? You're allowed who you like in the cab. You can take um, you you can take your family around with you. You can take your dog." You can you can you can take a um, you know you, you take take a cockatoo if you like. The problems that you will face is that some sites won't let you on. So you know you can have who you like in the cab, but if you turn up to a site like I did with British Sugar, and there was like um, no children, no pets, or you got your grandson in the van because you took him out for a day out, or you got your dog in the van because you want to travel with the dog, they won't let you on. So you, and you won't know that necessarily until you get to the site. So you book the job, drive to the job, ring the shipper, go, they won't let me in, I've got a dog in the van. They're going to go, what have you got a dog in the van for? They ain't going to give you a cancellation fee on that one. You can put who you like in the cab, but it will have an effect. And like, I would say 50% of the places maybe, distribution centres, again, airports, certain places, they're going to go, what's that? Who's that? He ain't coming in. So, end of the day. It's up, you can put your like in, but it will affect the places you're going to get into. So, and finally, Lee Wiscott says, we're in the digital age, so why is a UK driving licence and passport not in a digital format? I don't know. Everything else is on your phone. Uh, but no, I've still got cards and bits of paper. I've got a blue one now. Not that I'm allowed to go anywhere, because not this year, I shouldn't imagine, because we're still kind of in lockdownish. But um, I've got a blue passport now. My favourite colour, blue. Lovely. And finally, in conclusion... Um, because when I did the one about was it a tough day or not, at the end of it, I had to move a fifth wheel onto another pallet. <coughs> I now know what a fifth wheel was. I used to think it might be the wind-down thing on the bottom of the trailer. No, the fifth wheel is that great big thing that when you're reversing a tractor unit, the bit that clicks into the trailer like, you see it go tunk, tunk, tunk. 
Um, <coughs> I'm still always impressed by people who can do that. But are they greasy? <laughs> Steve Campbell says, fifth wheel grease. <laughs> and Tom Winter says, fifth wheel grease is like wildfire. It spreads. It's on your gloves one minute. It's all over your cab the next. Yes, it was. <coughs> my yellow gloves were black, as was my cab, as was the cushion, as was everything else. <coughs> oh, I'll So anyway, that's it done for Monday now. Like I say, I'll bang out a few more this week. I'm going to do one on what it was like to run during the week. Let me know what you think. And in the meantime, take care, take money. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.